This podcast is part of the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network. AvenuePodcast.net Hello, all my beautiful people. It's time for another fun episode, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I have on Ty Tiger. He is part of the Three Ranger Bros Studios. He is also um, partnered with uh, Zeo to Hero Podcast Network. Um, it's a guy that I know from a Discord group that I'm a part of. You've heard me talk about Zeo to Hero. I've even had the podcast Zeo to Hero on here, Billy and Jim. And uh, because of all of them, we've all kind of, you know, bonded. And so I have another person on here from that whole group. And I'm very excited to talk with him today. We talk about comic books and voice acting. He makes all kinds of amazing stories, what-if stories, and um, original stories, and you know, fan fiction and things like that. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. And for those of you who are here just to listen to the Tie Tiger episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. So, where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch-me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so... <laughs> Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos for some reason. Like, it triggers really? certain people. Yeah. Wow. I was actually lost as an independent, and I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro. You get punched in the face on the daily... Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? <laughs> what? Man, this guy won't shut up. 3S360 Moment Video Booth. What it is, is it's something unique. It's not like a regular photo booth. You can put these at any event, whether it be a large one or a small one, and people can make their own videos. What you do is you stand on this platform, and there's a camera that goes all the way around you. You can have people on there with you to do goofy poses or whatever it is. But what it does is it makes these events memorable. We all know that we want to make memories when we do this. We take pictures, we take videos. So what this does is it helps you to make a very unique experience. And the cool thing is, is when you have this device there, it is immediately shareable to your own devices. So reach out to 3S360 Moments Video Booth today to get them at your next big event. You can reach them at 3S360 Moments Photo Booth at gmail.com. I will have the email address in my show notes, but to make those events memorable, to have that unique experience, get them out there today. All right, everybody. I am really stoked about this episode. I have one of my fellow Discord members, and he is also part of Zeo to Hero as well. And uh, I'm talking about Ty Tiger. He has Tiger Tales, Tiger Tales the Lost Stories, Tiger Tells Game Over, the Aussie Man Libraries, he even has a gaming channel called uh, Ty Tiger, and he is also part of the Three Ranger Bros Studios, and uh, we're just going to kind of nerd out, talk about everything that he has going on, and just stuff that we love today. Uh, Ty, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on. How are you? Doing good. You know, uh, just out here chilling, you know, having a good time. 
uh, I know we have a bit of a time difference. So this yes. was a little uh, fun to work out. It's much later where you're at than it is here. It's two o'clock in the afternoon for me. And it is eight o'clock at night for me. So there's a bit of a time difference for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know talking to uh, Billy and Jim and I, they've told me they're like, well, sometimes it's kind of hard to kind of get the timing right with them. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't realize until actually I started, you know, talking with you and talking with Mark, you know, well, yep. we've got to kind of figure this out, but I'm glad that we're here and we're able to still do this. Like, it, I feel sorry for uh, a few of our American friends because me and Mark will like end up talking a lot. And then like, if it's a plan with one of our American friends, we kind of have to sit there and wait for six hours because yeah. we're talking at like, eight o'clock in the morning we're both dads we both take our kids to school we're right. just waiting around now and it's the case of we've got to wait four to five maybe six hours before we can tell any of our american friends anything because for you lot it's like <laughs> one o'clock in the morning exactly <laughs> and case of, okay we'll wait so you let me and mark spend our days waiting <laughs> <laughs> well i know um there's a lot of times i'll wake up and my phone will have you know 10 notifications from discord on there and it's yeah. usually uh you and mark you know, yep, talking on there. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I just yeah, put my no, phone that's... on silent. So, you know, it doesn't bother me. I feel sorry for a uh, cosplay dude or Willie because um, he's in a group <laughs> chat with me and Mark. And I'm not joking. We actually get to a point where me and Mark will agree that we will shut up now and not message <laughs> the group chat because Willie's just going to have so much to catch up on. <laughs> we get to that point for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's you. Mark yep. and uh, Willie that are make up the three Ranger Bros studios, right? Yes, that's correct. Yep. So how did y'all start that? Okay, so it actually started between Mark and Willie. Uh, so Mark started with making his character, the Red Cornish Ranger, which that's his name on TikTok. Uh-huh. And it's based, it's exactly that. It's a Cornish Ranger from Cornwall, because that's where Mark's from in England. Okay. And Willie thought it would be a really cool idea to bring that character to life in his story. So he actually crossed over Mark the Red Chorus Ranger uh-huh. in Ultra Rangers and Power Rangers Cyberforce on the Power Rangers Universe 19 podcast. Yeah. So that started that. So when I started doing my stories, it's actually because of Cosplay Dude, no, Willie, um, that I actually started uploading them. So when me and him started talking, he was telling me his ideas for Mark. And I was like, It'll actually be kind of cool if Mark crossed over into my story. So I obviously had that too. But I found out through Willie that he actually wanted to give Mark his own storyline sort of thing, kind of like what would he do after the crossovers. So me and him kind of spent, I think, about two hours on the phone. And I'm not joking. We went, he had a tiny minute idea. Within two hours, we had a full-blown story ready. And then within that week, Willie wrote to me and I went, right, yeah, you, we kind of need your help because between me and you, we started this. And over time, we made Parents Global, which is on Tiger Tales and Mark's podcast, Notes for Comics. Uh-huh. And I don't know, it just eventually one day all three of us kind of agreed that if we're going to do stuff like this and we're each other's voice actors, we help each other out all the time, we talk daily, right. maybe we should become something, maybe we should have a brand name. Yeah. Um, and we all, always call each other bro, it's just a name. And I don't know, we're three people obsessed with Power Rangers, that's how we became friends, that's how we know Zero to Hero Discord and the Zero to Hero uh, you know, podcast and stuff. Yep. So it just became the three Ranger bros because it just made sense. Well, you know, I mean, I enjoy listening to all of the different stories that you guys come out with. And uh, it, it's it's very, it, it's fun because there's a lot of, you know, there's the what if 
in there and then there's you know just the the other universes and things that are going on and it's so in-depth and there's so much creativity behind what you guys are doing with all those creative you know all those stories yeah we see i think at some point I, I annoy Willie and Mark because they'll come up with an idea and uh-huh. they'll they'll drop it into the group chat and then my brain runs a thousand miles an hour and like <laughs> I just don't stop so I end up like as of now um, of recording this video with you I think I've got three stories in no sorry four stories with Willie's universes. And I've got two upcoming storylines in Mark's universes because I've somehow managed to just mold stories like No Tomorrow. And like, it's little things. Like, I wrote a story called Power Rangers Cyber Force V2, which is meant to be a fan fiction of a fan fiction because Willie's got Cyber Force, which is based off his kids. And it's my favorite story he's ever written. Uh I love that story to pieces. I just love what it means and what it stands for and all sorts of stuff. And because I. I wouldn't be uploading. I've been writing stories as a kid, but I would not be uploading if it wasn't for Willie. I wanted to dedicate a story for him. So I wrote Cyberforce V2, which is a kind of like a what if storyline. Okay. And now the two stories are not only linked, both stories are canon to each other and they're connected like no tomorrow. There's an in-depth connection with both storylines. It's just insane. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, it's... I don't know, I, I guess when it comes to us three, we help each other out all the time and not just storyline-wise, it's also on a personal level. Right. And so when it when it comes to story ideas and things like this, we just want to help each other out. And it does get to a point where, you know, all of our stories are linked and Parangers Global is a really good way of explaining that because we've got three rangers from three different stories that one of us have written and... Mm-hmm. It's also connected to three other Pounder stories or whatnot. So technically speaking, Pounder Globals is actually a connection of like six different stories altogether or something like that. And it's just insane. It's just, with my mind, I can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a, a big board up in one of those rooms that has like the lines that connect them and see how they all connect together? Or is that just well, in your head? Put it this way, my fiance thinks we don't have a basement when actually we do. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you do all your recording? Is your basement? Uh, no, I have a I have a tiny. Oh, okay, I say tiny. It's not that small, but um, I have a three bedroom house when okay. it actually only needs for two bedrooms because I have a son and there's me and my partner. So yeah. the smallest room I've turned into my recording room, my gaming room, and then I also customize Funko Pops. So I've got a little section in the corner where I customize my Funko Pops. Oh, you you customize Funko Pops? Um, I repaint them into things. So for an example, um. Jay Garrick, who is one of the speedsters in DC, um, uh-huh. I I recolored him and added paint to him to make him look like if he was a reverse Flash. Um, oh, that's cool. And like I'm recoloring Pikachu to if he was like a blue lightning sort of mouse instead of a yellow lightning mouse, if that makes any form of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I've got a really big version of the thing, and I'm making him volcanic, so he's like gray and orange and reds instead of like his just normal orange color oh, and wow. stuff like that. So if you want, I can send you pictures after we're done, and I can I can show you what I mean. Uh, yeah, I've got absolutely. A few, to be fair, um, they just take me a while because paint needs to dry, and it takes a lot of attention. And I have ADHD, which means I can't pay attention to things. <laughs> so it's a case of they'll sit there for three days, and then I'll get to them, and then they sit there for another three days. 
I, I totally understand that. You know, it's it's funny because uh, doing this show is probably one of the few things that I've been able to consistently keep going at is yeah. uh, doing this because it's something I love. And, you know, I, same with you. I mean, there are some days where you post maybe three, four different stories in a row. It's just like, you know, I'll, I'll get the notification of you announcing, hey, I've got this on YouTube. I've got another one on this YouTube channel, another one on this one. You know, so... I, I can tell that this is something that you really um, are passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. I've been writing stories since, oh God, I must have been a little kid. I've been making up some form of a story since I was a little kid. I've yeah. done writing competitions in school and I've won oh, cool. like uh, certificates and things. Um, uh-huh. Like uh, I remember being, okay, so obviously you're in America, so at school works a little different with you guys. So yeah. I was 10, then I'll write it that way. And I had to write a 500-piece horror fiction uh, for a a short story book as a competition. And at that time, um, I was kind of uncertain what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't really know what to do. I was kind of like down on like, you know, okay, what do I want to do when I grow up sort of thing? And when I got the certificate coming through the door, I think that just made my point. I was like, okay, okay, I have to write. I have to do it. Like, I won the the award. I got the certificate. I was like, I have to do this. This is awesome. So that's where I'm like, my confidence kind of built. And like I said, Willie's the reason why I upload because when I met the Zero to Hero lot and I joined the Discord and I found willy stuff i'm sat there thinking hang on a minute there are people out there that would listen to people read their stories that's confusing like this is a new (laughs) world i didn't realize that was a thing yeah so when that like door opened to me i know how to work youtube uh and stuff like that so i put my stuff on youtube um Mm -hmm. also easy i think to me youtube's a little easier to work than spotify and yeah, I, I started. I, I started a new story. I started posting, and here I am, over a year later, with countless stories and like three YouTube channels dedicated to stories, and God knows what else. <laughs> <laughs> well, so okay, so I use uh, Podbean to yeah. do everything. I pay like a monthly fee, and uh, they pretty much distribute mine everywhere. But if it was not for them, I would be in big trouble. You know, so yeah. I, I totally get that. And I'd probably end up, you know, a lot of stuff. I The one thing is, is they do allow you to put stuff on YouTube. They have that that I just started doing. And uh, but I'm just an audio podcast. So it, for me, it's like I don't um, have a lot of content to put on YouTube, you know. Yeah. But I know you also, you create, a, a, you're an artist as well. So you create a lot of your own uh, artwork that goes onto your YouTube videos, correct? Well, okay, you say artist. Hang on a minute, slow down. I try, okay. I'm not. I'm. I, I wouldn't deem myself an artist any measure, but right. yes, I. I. I, uh, I find drawing with pencil and paper very frustrating, um, yeah. especially like with my brain. So when my sister's just an absolute gem at working at iPad and drawing with it. I watched her for like six months drawing some fantastic things, and she was showing me how to work, and I was like. Well, with an iPad, you have the ability to, you know, backtrace. You can make things into layers. So you can, like, for example, draw something on top of your artwork. And if you don't like it, you press the back button and it's gone and you're not losing anything and things like this. It got rid of the things that frustrate me with drawing on paper. So I saved other money. I got the iPad. I got the drawing um, program that I use and everything. And yeah, okay, I'll I'll draw a few things. I've drawn stuff for Mark. I've drew his uh, Power Rangers Royal Britannia. I've drawn 
Willie's Ultra Ranger weapons. Um, and yeah, a lot of my artwork does go to some of my stories have my artwork in, some of them don't, because sometimes it's just too much of a hassle. And <laughs> yeah, I've got a channel called Ozymon, which is actually going to be a story of mine. Um, okay. I like this whole summoner's genre of anime, like Pokemon, Digimon. Yeah. I like the whole human monster sort of like companionship thing. And I wanted to make my own. So the Ozymon library is just an art channel for me to upload my Pokemon, my own Digimon, my own Power Rangers. I like drawing weapons and all sorts of stuff. I just uploaded a video where I gave Jack Skellington a Keyblade from Nightmare Before Christmas. So I designed oh, cool. a Keyblade. So that's up there because uh, obviously it's Halloween month in it. So I wanted to do a Halloween themed yeah. video. Um, I'm redesigning Ben 10 Aliens and all sorts of stuff. But also it's a channel where I can draw my own monsters and make this Ozymon series and yeah okay it'll be a story on one of the Tiger Tail channels but I wanted to explain the monsters and what they look like and what they can do and all sorts of stuff and I thought that would make more sense on an art form so that's why that channel exists mostly is to broaden my creativity and just expand my reach on my own monster sort of storyline to people and allow it to make sense. Okay. It, it, it it's really here really cool hearing all this uh, I, but i do have a question you brought up uh digimon and you brought up uh yep. pokemon did you ever get into so there was a show on tv for a little while and it was actually like a playstation one game as well um and that's uh monster ranchers yes okay i know what it is but i never i never got into it um okay. there's a few that i've missed uh Goog- i do a lot of research and I'll, I'll google a lot of stuff especially when if you're a fan fiction writer and you do what me and Willie do, where you kind of put stuff up on the yeah. internet for people to listen to. And especially if you're doing things like Willie tends to write storylines that are after, like kind of like sequels. Yes. I so much don't. I got one or two now. I've started doing it because I, I want to practice because I, I don't feel comfortable doing it. But Willie does a lot. So you kind of have to learn, especially if you don't want to watch a whole TV show again or something, you kind of need to do a lot of Googling, a lot of research to make sure it makes sense and things. So yeah. whilst researching things about uh, like the whole buddy monster sort of like genre of anime i didn't want to copy anything i don't want to like you know kind of seem like i'm just copying off something so yeah whilst whilst researching stuff that did pop up quite a few times and there's quite a few different animes that are like kind of on my radar and i might actually start watching and because they seem kind of interesting now because i've googled (laughs) them enough you know (laughs) yeah Uh, so that one's that one's really cool uh i would recommend that one it's not very long and um so i think i've watched all of it again on like amazon prime or something i think they have it um so i mean it it's really cool uh, he kind of gets sucked into the world you know and uh these monsters come from different discs and uh the old playstation game what you did is you would start the game and then you'd put a different disc into the playstation and oh, nice. it would like Kind of like, you know, they used to have those things where you take it around the store and you'd scan barcodes and it'd create yeah. a new monster. Well, it's the same concept, but with like discs. So you could put like a CD in there and it would create a new monster for Monster Ranchers for you. So, but he gets sucked into the world on that one. And it was such a good story. I remember it. And it was, I was really sad when they decided not to continue it. See, I think that's one of my favorite things about doing what like me and Willie and Mark do uh-huh. is that you get to do 
Like, you know, let's say you don't like how one thing went or the way one thing ended or you want to see how it can take you. We get to do that ourselves. Right. You know, we we, we get to broaden, you know, so, for example, me and Mark, I don't know if Willie follows it, but me and Mark follow a page on Facebook, which is literally dedicated to Power Rangers. I think it's actually called Power Rangers World, I think. And there's so many people going, oh, I wish there was a... Um, Power Rangers t- uh, you know, show where all the Rangers are themed after different countries. So every yeah. time I see a post like that, I'll post a link to Mark Spotify of yeah. Power Rangers Global and go, there is one. Yeah, yeah. And like, because we're doing that, you know, like Willie's got Ultra Rangers, which is a sequel to Mighty Morphin. You know, they're, they're like 10 years older or something like that. They're in their 30s at least. Yeah. You know, and stuff. Um, he's also got a My Heroes Academia story, which is a sequel. Um, yes. And like, you know, we get to play along with the whole what ifs and, you know, the sequels, things that aren't going to get that level of attention anymore. And we get to play around with that. And it's just, there's a lot of them. So I, I asked uh, Willie whenever he was on the show about this, uh, you might've heard of it too. There's another podcast out there. I don't know who creates it, but it pretty much took the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers story and kind of mixed in the comic book version and made it a more adult version of power rangers and it yeah. had them coming from different parts of like the united states and stuff they weren't all in the same spot and uh it's really cool storyline I, I i really like it a lot i don't know have you heard of that one uh yeah I, i'm not up to date i mean there's a few like a few uh audio podcasts so i'm not up to date with to tell that the truth yeah uh, but i'm not up to date but yeah I've, i think i've listened to the first two uh-huh. that they did i believe but yeah, yeah. They, they definitely got something going there i think they've definitely made a standpoint in audio storytelling especially with the fact they're remolding something that already exists you know yes. i think they're definitely they definitely got a standpoint there for sure yeah uh so i've listened to everything except for the last two or three that they put out because i'm one of those i like to find a story that has a lot and Mm -hmm. i'll start at the beginning and start listening to it you know and so i've been doing that with a bunch of different ones and uh but you know i but then when i get caught up i'm like i want to give it some time that way you know i'll have a bunch to listen to when i want to hear some more so yeah of course (laughs) so there's something that i've been actually started working with you on uh in fact i just gave you my voiceover for it last night i uh decided you know what i'm gonna stay up i'm gonna get it done and i think i ended up it was like 11 30 when i went to bed last night or something but um you have a storyline that is a crossover between dc and marvel how did you start that one Okay, so it's actually multiple storylines. There's actually several different stories that are kind of intervened into one universe. Kind of think of like the MCU sort of like thing. Okay. So that that actually started because I was doing Tiger Tales for a couple of months and um, I was a voice actor for Mark, for Willie and for a buddy of mine. And I kind of I kind of delved with the whole idea of do I do voice actors? Do I have other? Do I rely on others? Is that going to be tricky or not? So yeah. I was like, do you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's actually do a storyline where I have voice actors. And I didn't want to bring in voice actors to any storyline I was already doing. So yep. I thought to myself, okay, let's do something that I haven't touched yet. So Marvel and DC were there. I was like, all right, yeah, absolutely, that makes sense. So I started with Mutants for Hire, which is a storyline where there are four boys, they're mutants in the X-Men world, and they're not X-Men, they're not Brotherhood Mutants. They're basically, well, it's in the name, they're Mutants for Hire. You give them money, they'll do it. Yeah. Um, so that's literally how the story starts. And it's a, it's a storyline of conflicting 
morals because they get paid to do stuff, but that they disagree with some things, you know, it goes against their character, you know, and things like this. And I thought it'd be cool if the four mutants I had, because I wanted four characters, myself and then three others. And I thought to myself, it'd be cool if they're all original characters. So yeah. I shared it on TikTok, I put it on Instagram. I was like, look, I'm, I'm writing a story. I need mutants. I need mutants from the Marvel world, but you make your own characters, you voice them, you bring them to me, I'll write them in my story. And within four hours, I had like all four characters already made, already sorted. I, I had a oh, few wow. people come to me. And cool. so it's, it, it started. And then with that, I was like, oh, I could do this, this and this. And I wanted to do a storyline where Nightwing was the leader of a team. And he had his own Robin, he had this and that and the other. And I was like, oh, that's going to be so annoying. I won't better cross them over. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but I could cross them over. It's me. So yeah. I came up with this story and I have a few characters that can do this. I have a character called Mr. Pocket and he's actually the dad to one of the mutants for hire. But he's very mysterious and he's the reason why there's one universe of both Marvel and DC involved into one universe. And in story, it's something called Union Day. Basically, something bad happens and superheroes either disappear or die. And this is why Iron Man isn't around and Superman isn't around and things. But at the end of it, both universes now merged into one. So yeah. now we have the likes of Metropolis and Gotham right next door to New York, for example, and yeah. things like this. So this opened up so many things for me. I literally have now crossed over all my Marvel and DC storylines. But I have like a Red Lantern one, a Spider-Man one, Mutants for Hire, the Nightwing one, which I call War Against Gotham, a Ghost Rider storyline. And at this moment in time, I'm literally waiting for one more person's lines and we're actually doing a crossover with Mark's character, the Cornish Ranger, and the world is being invaded by putties from Power Rangers. Um, oh. So all, all five storylines are into one. There's 32 characters, 24 voice actors. It's going to take me so long to edit that, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I've also got three more parts to write for it. But when it came to that universe, I was like, there's so much I can do with this. There's so much I can do. It hurts my brain. I was yeah. like, I can't put it all onto Tiger Tales or else I'm just never going to upload anything. So I thought to myself, what if I put them on Tiger Tales The Lost Stories as well? Which yeah. is stories that are all in the first person's perspective. So your role, which is Dark Side, which I'm, I haven't actually listened to the lines yet, but I'm very looking forward to this. Um, <laughs> so I want to tell other storylines in the universe and like just smaller ones, very like, one character-esque so i wanted uh to do prequels and all sorts of stuff and i thought yeah i can put them on the lost stories it'd make a lot of sense so i've got my own lantern core that story's coming out in 2024 uh the silver lanterns um i'm looking forward to doing them and the storyline that you're involved in is called the son of dark side which okay. uh literally comes out in a by the time this comes out the first chapter will be out oh cool um, so i don't mind talking about it uh yeah. basically it's after Union Day, Darkseid got injured and now he's in a stasis like chamber on Apocalypse healing himself. And okay. he wants to take over Earth because Earth now has a lot more riches for it. There's, you know, a lot more because of the Marvel side of it. Uh, of it. Yeah. So he gets gifted a son. And uh, when I say son, it's basically if a human had Darkseid's abilities and Darkseid's like 
indestructibility and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's called Dante, which if people listen to Tiger Tales, Dante is one of my main characters and a lot of stuff. He's one of my like multiversal characters. Uh-huh. And Dante, basically his job is to go to Earth and plot little things going on. He, uh, in the first chapter, he uh, saves a bunch of worshippers of Darkseid and sends them to a cave that they can start this ritual. Um, and he's basically making it so eventually Darkseid, when he's fully healed, he can invade Earth. Yes. Uh, so it's kind of like a build up to a big event. Um, so that's like the storyline is my character Dante is kind of like working for a Dark Side, which is of course you, which I'm very uh, much looking forward to. Because um, when I contacted you about that and I, I asked you like, what do you have? You know, your favorite DC or Marvel heroes and stuff. That's I do that with a lot of my voice actors. To tell the truth, I, I like being involved with everybody. I like I like I like having my voice actors feeling like they're a part of it. Yeah. So. My Red Lantern is called Jordan. She's um, voice acted by a girl called Jordan. And we actually worked together on her storyline. He wanted to play a very traumatized, very dark, very malicious character. So we made it so Jordan in the story is a very uh, traumatized girl. She's gone through a lot of dark stuff. Mm -hmm. And when she gets given the Red Lantern ring, she actually makes a hit list. And she's currently got a hit list, um, which is actually on her fridge. That's why I actually made it. So it's actually attached for her refrigerator. Ah. <laughs> um, but she's got basically, she's basically got a checklist of all the people that have wronged her. And I kind of jump between two storylines where she has to be a Red Lantern. She's got to go across the universe and, you know, enslave people, kill people, do whatever Red Lanterns would do. But she right. also used her powers to go off and kill the people that wronged her or wronged her family and you know you, uh, each chapter that that happens you kind of learn more of our past and you know me and Jordan have kind of worked together on what sort of things could this 24 year old go through uh to make her want to kill a bunch of people yeah. <laughs> which sounds really morbid <laughs> it sounds like a great story you know <laughs> and like all because all, 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 all my Marvel and DC storylines are linked I get to do a lot of fun stuff like in one of the chapters of Red Lantern uh, she's like just done a mission she's walked out uh, onto the street and a car stops and Ghost Rider actually steps out and like locks eyes with her and they get face to face and then Red oh. Lantern just says to her look don't get him away and Ghost Rider nods gets back in his car and drives off and huh. in the Ghost Rider story, it happens exactly the same. But because it's just a small thing, it, it, it's literally nothing. It's not even a page long worth of a crossover. Yeah. But I get to have little fun things like that. I can do little fun things. And, you know, I've crossed over Mutants for Hire with War Against Gotham, which was a lot of fun because DC has metahumans and Marvel has mutants and they're almost the same. So in the story, I made it so mutants and metahumans don't get along with each other. It's kind of like a gang war almost. <laughs> and I mean, for higher boys, like, ugh, metahumans are here. Why would we want to be here for? You know, and stuff like that. I get to do fun things like that. And that's what I meant by with fan fictions and stories like this, we get to play around and we get to have fun with it. Right. Do you have a preference? Do you like DC or Marvel better? I, I don't have a preference on either. I, I I love them both, but I do believe that they do have their strong suits and also yep. their weaknesses. So, yes. for example, I think movies, Marvel tops DC like No Tomorrow. I agree. Um, animated movies, I think DC does a lot better than Marvel. Uh, they do phenomenally when they're adapting into animated. Yes. Um, video games at the minute, I kind of have to give it to Marvel. Well, you're playing the Spider-Man too, so... <laughs> yeah, um, and like, 
comic books are very 50 50 it depends on the superhero and stuff i really like uh dc's multiversal stuff yeah. um i think marvel plays it very safe of their alternate universes and things so it depends on what aspect you're talking about like right. i do believe they have their weaknesses and strengths but i do love both of them equally absolutely so this is one I have an actual testimonial for myself. I've used this company to get a custom gift made for my wife. If you're looking for a handmade custom gift or something that's laser engraved or just something that's one of a kind that says, hey, I care, then go to 3S Productions. They even make military and sports themes gifts as well. It is a veteran-owned and operated family business. Hit them up on their Instagram page, and that's at 3S Productions. I will have a link to them in my show notes when it comes to laser engraving or any type of woodworking. Go to 3S Productions with a Z. And like I said, I'll have a link to them in my show notes. So I've noticed when it comes to comic books, I am a bigger fan of futuristic stories or, or, you know, multiverse stories, you know, stories that are in a different universe like... My favorite Marvel story is uh, Old Man Logan. Yep. You know, or um, I also like the one with uh, where Deadpool kills everybody in the Marvel universe. You know, that is one of my favorite Marvel books of all yeah. time. I absolutely love that one. It's such a good story. It is. It's, it's also very creative on how he kills everybody as well. And it's just like I even made my mom read it because my mom's slowly getting into Marvel. And when uh-huh. she when she told me she had a Deadpool comic, I was like, nope, mom, you have to read Deadpool kills in Marvel universe. Yeah. And they're like, my, my mom and my stepmother are looking at me like, can he kill the whole Marvel universe? <laughs> I'm like, read it and watch because it's fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it is it's great. Like, absolutely awesome. Um, I think so. And then my for DC, um, my favorite one would have to be Injustice. Um, I, I just love the way that story played out. Um, so it, funny thing when it comes to Injustice, that's actually how I started gaming on YouTube. Oh really? Yep. So I fell in love with um injustice one and uh-huh. when they announced injustice two i was hyped i was so hyped for the game uh, my brother actually helped me get it and i'm playing it and i'm sat with um my partner at the time and my brother i'm playing the game and i make a comment and everyone's laughing and i say out loud oh i'd be a really good youtuber and the room just goes dead silent and i've got my partner at the time my brother looking at me and they both go no, Ty, you actually should. That's actually a really good idea. You'd be right. good at it. Yeah. And here I am seven years later doing gaming on YouTube because <laughs> of Injustice. And I actually started doing Injustice. That's cool. Injustice, uh, Injustice is probably, well, I mean, so the, tell, tell me if I'm wrong here. It started out with the comics and then the story concludes with the video game, right? Um, yeah, so it started off with the comics. The game does kind of explain the comics in a very like brief right. five-minute cutscene, and yeah. then the comics continue, and then Injustice 2, and then the comics continue. Yeah. Right, right. Uh so I I've pretty much done, you know, all of Injustice. Uh, I haven't got into I'm behind on everything. So when we're talking about stuff, you're gonna be like, dude, that was like years ago. But oh, yeah, I haven't no, I understand. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm, we were talking before. You see how busy my schedule is. Yeah, um, I'm trying to watch um, Gen V, and I I can't even catch up with it. And they drop a new episode once a week. You know, 
And uh, ha- have you watched any of like the boys or Gen V? Um, see, again, I'm on the same boat. I'm half through season three of the boys. Okay. So like, I- I'm not even finished with the boys yet. So like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but yeah, no, when it comes to Injustice, I haven't even picked up anything that has to do with Injustice 2. And uh, I actually considered using uh, like Comic Storian to get caught up on that story. Yeah. So have you uh, listened to any of Comic Story and YouTube yeah, stuff? Yeah, I'm I'm a big supporter of Comic Story and I watch a lot of his stuff. Uh, well, various stuff. I say he's got a team now. Um, I, I I actually use his channel quite a lot. If it's a case of I need to know information about a character, yes. I don't have time to Google it. I can put something in my ears whilst I'm doing another task. Yeah. So yep. I use him quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I got caught up on the uh, the Black Lantern story. And uh, yeah. I just watched the because he has you can just watch the entire thing. He has ones where you can do like video by video. And then after a while, he'll come out with, you know, the massive like three hour video yeah. <laughs> that you can just sit there and listen to. And I love finding those, especially, you know, uh, when I'm just out doing my job and nobody's around and I'm just working, just put my headphones on and just listen. See, I'll plan on doing that with some of my stuff. So I've got this big Marvel DC crossover with the Red Cornish Ranger that's going to be five parts long. Uh-huh. And when all five parts are out, I'm going to wait like a month or two. And then I'm going to get all five parts, cut out where I'm talking about like the intro and the outros and stuff, make it one big thing, and then add a new intro and outro, and then re-upload it as a one big old, like, you know, just one big story. That's um, cool. So yeah, I'm going to do that for that. And I'm also doing a Ben 10 and Doctor Who crossover with uh, Mark as well. So that'll oh, cool. be five, that'll be five parts. And that'll also be one big thing at the end uploaded too. So if people just want to listen to it all the way through, they can. That's cool. Uh, yeah. I actually just uh, recorded a bunch of parts. So I recorded yours and I recorded for Mark last night too, because he had, yeah. a bunch, he had three different parts that he gave me to do this time. And at points I was, uh, in the recording, I was like, dude, I don't know exactly what you're looking for on this. So I'm just going to give you a bunch of different ways of saying this and you just go with what you want. <laughs> See, that that's the thing with me, Mark and Willie. You know, when it comes to voice acting and stuff, we're very easy. We understand that not everyone's in the fandoms we are. Yeah. Know, for example, uh, Willie's got me voice acting in um, a Sailor Moon story. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm talking about half the time. <laughs> I have no idea how to say half the stuff. Actually, funny enough, in your episode you did with Willie, I think he actually mentioned someone mispronouncing a name. That was me. I knew exactly <laughs> who he was on about. It was me. I could not say it. Um, and things like this. And like, I'm easy too. And like, because we're so easy, we don't mind saying to people, look, you know, if you don't mind doing it again, that would be good. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, we, we don't mind at all. Um, uh, or sometimes it's just a simple easy case on our end where we can just edit it ourselves like i know mark's done that a few times i've had to do that a few times so if that's the case we'll do it like we don't mind because uh, we understand and like you know we have voice actors where you can hear things in the background yeah. um and we understand that not everyone's going to have a decent microphone or you know a nice setup or you know yeah. you, they have family lives you have jobs and things we get this right. you know so like the crossover was actually meant to come out at the beginning of October. Okay. Uh, I was meant to have all the lines 
uh, the end of September, so I, I could get out. I think my date was the 6th of October, I think, for the second part of the crossover, and uh-huh. I still haven't had all the lines yet. And, like, you know, I, I talk to my voice actors, they explain why, and I'm just like, look, get me the lines when you can. You know, I can, I can fill in the gaps. You know, I, if right. I've got something scheduled for a date, I can put something else there for the time being. You know, I've got, yeah. my, like I said, my mind goes a thousand miles an hour. I've got so many storylines I haven't uploaded, several storylines I haven't updated for a while. I can fill in the blank. It's okay. You know, I don't mind. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't mind doing it. <laughs> so there was one thing whenever, so I'm doing part of the, um, doctor who when it comes yeah. to um uh, mark's storylines and i told him i was like how do you want me to play this because i can't do you know an english accent and he was like i'm not looking for you to do one you know just try to get the cadence of the character and stuff because i'm new to voice acting you know yeah. i uh, had until i met you guys i had never done anything like this before so I, I was like yeah i can't do an english accent so uh hopefully you're okay with that and he's like yeah no i didn't <laughs> I wasn't planning on you doing that. So, <laughs> yeah, see, like, so I've actually got my mother, my stepmother, and my fiance roped into my stories as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so they're actually, they're all in it. And, like, they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> a lot of the times I've got to, like, talk them through it. And, like, thankfully, they're sat with me. So I can just quickly, like, edit things out. I can delete stuff if I need to yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, new voice actors are like that quite a lot. Um, and it's just like, you know, it, it's okay. We we understand. You know, to tell the absolute truth, if you asked Willie, Mark, me, anyone who does anything like us, where it's just you know one person with a bunch of voice actors doing this, we're all gonna say the same thing. You're new to voice acting, we're new to this. We're still learning. Right. You know, we're still we're still learning ourselves. Um, we're still learning how to edit. Like, if you look at the first few things of me with voice actors to some of the stuff I upload now, I've gotten better, and I know I've gotten better at my editing and stuff. Like yeah. the there's a story called Before Dead Became a Doctor. It's a prequel to um, War Against Gotham, funny enough, with the main villain and Mark's in it. And okay. I had to, I had asked Mark to actually read off like a monologue sort of thing because it not, wasn't just having lines. He's actually the main character, and obviously all the stories in the Lost Story Channel are in the first perspective. So he was actually reading as if he was the storyteller, yeah. and like he had to learn how to figure out how to do that. And I had to figure out how to edit that because he kind of like, you know, he didn't edit it himself. There was mistakes in there. There was times where he had to pause and he was trying to figure out what, how to read it and stuff. So I had to learn how to edit it. And it was the, it is to this day still the best thing I've ever edited. I love that chapter so much. And even Mark said, Ty, me and you should belong in a mental institution. And I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so when you're trying to find voice actors and stuff like that, what do you, what are you usually looking for when it comes to finding a new voice actor? Um, see, that all depends on what I need. Right. Because, like, for an example, uh, a lot of the time, like I said, I like to work on my voice actors. So yeah. I like to, I like to make them feel like they're involved. I like to make them feel like they're actually like the character. So sometimes it's just a case of someone who's just willing to dedicate their some of their time to the project um you know someone who's just willing to put their time and effort into it which is a lot nicer to have than someone who's very skilled and doesn't have the time or the effort so like you know i have characters who voice some characters that like i'll I'll admit 
there's a few voice actors that just it doesn't sound like the character, but I don't care because they're willing to put their time and effort into the project. And if right. the listener is bugged by that, well, don't mean to be rude, but there's other things out there then with the same characters who sound better, I'm sure. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. but yeah, there's a few characters that do need more attention. Uh, my Digimon stuff, especially, because uh, I'm I've actually got Digimon in it from like the T shows and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so like one of my voice actors, Dakota, um, he's such a good, he's got such good range. He can sound like a monster and then sound like a innocent child within five seconds. It's insane. Oh, wow. So yeah. like I simply picked him for my Digimon story because when I heard his gr- like gruff, monstrous voices, I was like, dude, I need you for Digimon. Like you'd fit. Ser-. And he agreed. And thankfully he agreed because my Digimon story wouldn't be as good if it wasn't for him. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I've got a story on lost stories where um, it's a very Rick and Morty family guy sort of humor sort of storyline where you've nice. got a guy with a talking demon arm and the <laughs> same guy Dakota voices the demon arm and I've never heard this man laugh in my life because we only send voice messages to each other when we're talking about the voice lines yeah. but because it's like a Rick and Morty family guy sort of humor there's very 18 rating sort of you know yeah. sort of humor in it so i gave him some lines that were very questionable i just had a voice message <laughs> of him with like two minutes of him laughing because he was so excited to play around with these lines you know oh, it's him talking some random stuff um and things like that and once you've got a, a group of voice actors like me, Mark and Willie do, sometimes if you need a role and you know that you've got a voice actor who fits it, more or less they'll help out and you can ask them. But yeah. if you need n- new ones, then, you know, like I said, you either accept the fact that they may not sound like what you're after or it's a case of, you know, you're lucky enough to find someone like, you know, your dark side. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like at the second time, but I'm going to accept it no matter what because you want to play Dark Side, you know. Yeah. You want to be involved, and I'm happy to accept. It. I've wanted to use Dark Side for something, yeah. and I didn't know exactly what to do. And you know, me and you had this conversation of you know with dads, you know, yep. there's going to be a parent character you're voicing named after your son and things yep. like this. And I was like, I don't know. I'll have Dark Side have a kid, but it's yeah. a human kid which makes conflict and he can work on that. You know, he can take from his own experiences and things like this. So that's why I did that. Yeah. And, you know, I can work with what I've got. So, well, I, I'm no Michael Ironside or anything. You know, so <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but, but it's like, uh, you know, I tried my best on there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, we talked about Power Rangers and you said that you like Zio and your name's, your son's name's Connor. And I was like, okay, I've got yep. it instantly. I'll have, a, I'll have a kid called Connor who gets the blue Zio powers. Done. Yep. That fits. Yep. I've done that with a few things. Like um, I have a, because I like the multiverse, I'm multiverse obsessed. I have a team of Power Rangers that live amongst the multiverse and okay. their job is to deal with like, universe ending events they're kind of like a task for i'd call them task force hojo which hojo's japanese for transformation um no sorry ta- hojo's japanese um for a uh, hidden because i wanted them to be like not known to anybody like it's not right. a case of like you know light speed rescue where everyone knows they're going to come save them or anything and yeah. one of the first characters i did was Minnie the pink cornish ranger which is based off mark's daughter 
Okay. His daughter's not called Minnie. I we call her Minnie because he's the red Cornish Ranger. She yep. was dubbed the Mini Cornish Ranger. Yeah. So I I named the girl Minnie, and then yep. she's the pink Cornish Ranger. And in her universe, her dad dies, and she gets his powers, but turns them pink because obviously she's a girl. Right. Um. And I know that his daughter's into like the pink dog from Paw Patrol and things like uh, this. I know yeah. that it'd fit the actual like the, the actual person. Um. And she's now one of the main like storylines in mark's character because mark's actually met Minnie now and all yeah. sorts of stuff so That's like cool. I, I like to incorporate that if they if they're like dads or like you know parents and they got kids i like to incorporate like willie's kids i've used their names before uh and all sorts of stuff so the fact when you said to me oh you know i've got a son i want to name my character after him i was like done absolutely that literally fits <laughs> like <laughs> my, i've got a son as well named logan after wolverine and um Logan's in several of my storylines. I think he's like five different characters altogether. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it's funny. I actually named my son after. Um, did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes, absolutely. So my son is named after Angel's son. Oh, yes. Oh, of course. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that's where I got that. And it's funny because I've known what I was going to name. If I was I always said, if I had a son, I was going to name him Connor. And it was because of that. So. Yeah, we we named him Logan after Wolverine, and um, I'll never forget this. When I have a I have a really good friend, and uh, when I told him that we were gonna have a baby, and like it was a boy, he was like, "Oh, we're gonna name him." And I was like, "Have a guess." And the very first thing he said to me was, "You're naming him after a superhero, aren't you?" And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as he found out it was like, as soon as he clicked on it, it was Logan. He's like, "Dude, that's perfect." I was like, "I oh, know." <laughs> I actually work with a guy whose dad named him Logan because of Wolverine. Yeah, I named him Logan after Wolverine. That's and cool. Logan's in so many different of my storylines. I'm trying to put Logan in almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a favorite superhero? Um, yes, I want to say. Um, so like with Marvel, it's uh, kind of a... Uh, I do, but it's always the one or the other. So with Marvel, it's either Deadpool or Spider-Man. Okay. And then Wolverine would have to be a third. Um, And then with DC, I sound very cliche, but Batman's in the top three. But more so because the fact that he's... He could be such an absolute idiot with his money, (laughs) but he decides to use his trauma as a weapon. And yeah. put his fear as a weapon. And I like that. And then also, I'm a sucker for Green Lantern. And recently, reading the comics, I've become such a big fan of The Flash again. I was, a, as a kid, I was really into The Flash. And then, like, the TV show happened and stuff. And then, like, reading some of The Flash's comic books, I'm like, actually, this is kind of cool. So I've kind of gone back into liking The Flash a lot more. Um, sadly, the film was atrocious. Um just apologize for anyone who's listening who likes the Flash movie, um, but that was not good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, um, I, I still haven't watched it actually um, because I, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And I know See, it's out on. Um, I'm nitpicky, man. Yeah, I, I on hate Max adaptations. Now. I I 
I'm such a naggy person when it comes to small details of things. I refuse to watch movies based off the books I've read because I know for a fact I'm just going to hate it afterwards. Yeah. And it's little things like that. So, like, they called it Flashpoint when they haven't even done anything with the universe yet. And if anyone knows what Flashpoint is, they understand it's not a Flash story. It is a Flash story. It's revolved around the Flash, but it affects everything and dc hadn't done much with their universe to do a flashpoint storyline so instead they made a, a cash grab because of all the small cameos they've done and things like this they brought back you know the first batman movie at the and things like this i was like no that's not how you do flashpoint <laughs> that's not how that works <laughs> <laughs> yeah i it it had its problems i've heard it you know i actually did a episode where it was a two-parter with a wrestler and all we did was talk about batman and uh yeah, he yeah. Up... I, I saw you talking about uh jim and billy about this yeah and you know we brought up parts of it and i don't know i mean hollywood tries to change things to fit and i know they have to do that sometimes yeah. but there's some things they need to just leave alone you know yeah. also another thing we don't need another batman story where we see his um origin you know, and that's one thing I did like about the Batman is, it, yes. you know, they they kind of hinted at it and they, you know, you could tell that it still was there because you saw the way that he looked uh, whenever yep. uh, that kid was there that just lost his dad, you know. And so but they didn't have to just go full blown into it, you know, but on the other side of that, Gotham, I loved that show. Fair. And that was See. all about his origin yeah. story you know so it like our grade it, it depends because like let's just like with just the movies yeah because there's so many iterations of batman superman spider-man etc etc they don't yeah. need to explain it anymore right. and this is why i really enjoyed the mcu spider-man because they got just to tell a story they don't need to do the introduction you know right. people are annoyed that like you know we'd never saw uncle ben well, there's two sets of films beforehand. If you want to see Uncle Ben, he's in there. You know, <laughs> yep. like it's he exists. It's fine. You yep. know, and it's like the Batman. You brought that up. Absolutely brilliant film. I yep. do believe near the end. You know, it might have been just a tad too long for some people. I know my mum complained about that a lot. That it just seemed to drag on a bit too much. But yeah. overall, it was fantastic because there wasn't an origin story. It doesn't right. need to be one. And I'm actually looking forward to James Gunn's universe when it comes to DC because he said that Superman Legacy isn't going to be an origin story. It's going to be a Superman story. And I'm like, yes, finally. We don't need to see Clark Kent crash on Earth uh, again. No, sorry, Kal-El <laughs> crash on Earth again. You know, we yeah. want a, a Superman story. You know, yeah. Not a Clark Kent story, and yeah, I agree. Like when X, when Fantastic Four come to the MCU eventually at some point, me and my friend have said that they don't need an origin story. They've had two. The second one absolutely flopped like no tomorrow. They don't oh. need a second origin story. <laughs> well, the second one was a flop completely. Uh, absolutely, I, I didn't like that one at all. In fact, you know, and um, I, I'm a big fan of the Fantastic Four. You know. Um, the first two movies that came out, they were good for the time that they came yeah, out. I agree. Um, but I am excited to see what happens, and I hope we don't get another origin story like you said. Well, see, when it comes to Fantastic Four, um, between uh, me and my group of friends, we have this running joke that with the, the redo that they did, the way that they wrote it, we call it fan stick <laughs> because the way they did the titles, we never call it Fantastic Four, we call it fan stick. Um uh -huh. 
And if you like Fantastic Four, when it comes to Tiger Tales, uh, there's actually be a fourth uh, channel being made called What If Tiger Tales. Okay. And it's literally going to be dedicated to the idea of what if. And each storyline will be one big storyline. There isn't going to be any parts to it or anything. And I'm going to be taking very specific things and different fictions and medias and just asking a what if question. And the very first Marvel one will be what if the Fantastic Four had been given different abilities? Yeah. And wow. me and A Crown, who's a voice actor and one of Nerds Through Comics uh, writers, um, he's actually been helping me like absolutely crazy. I, I I owe that man so much, and he's been helping me with the idea, and we've we've built the storyline together. So, man. around about November time, I'm hoping to get it out. It'll be uh, my first Marvel one of what if Fantastic Four got given different abilities, and we've figured out how to work and how the storyline's going to go, and all sorts of stuff. That's cool. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I like A Crown, you know, and A Crown's awesome. I I was supposed to have him on uh, like a month or so ago, and uh, something came up with work, and he couldn't make it and everything. But that's a dude that I know, kind of like with you, you know, I don't have to have notes for the episode, you know, like I do a lot of times because there's so much that we can talk about. I mean, I, I don't know if you see back and forth on Discord a lot of times. Me and him will start a conversation, and it, it'll just go off the rails yeah you know <laughs> so yeah. yeah no i that new story that he just came out with that um uh, you uh, it was you that did the the voiceover for it i believe um, uh mighty morphine power and just count yes. blood yeah yeah yes, so, that was so good i loved that and so he's let me read I, some of his other stuff too and i'm just like yeah, dude this is amazing so i actually helped him with his channel because when the the reason why I wrote one chapter for every story, which is twenty four stories at the time in September, yes. was because I I have a few goals I want to reach by the time twenty twenty four comes out uh-huh. comes around, and one of them was I wanted to do two more Tiger Tales, one game over, which is all around video game stories, and uh-huh. the what if one. Right. But I need I needed to make sure that the first two Tiger Tales had something to fall back on. I didn't need to write so much for them, so I gave myself this challenge. And throughout September, I'm not joking, me and A-Crown would spend hours upon hours upon hours, days in, days out, building both these new channels. And if it wasn't for A-Crown, Tiger Tales Game Over and What If Tiger Tales would not exist. And as soon as he said to me, oh, I want to put my stuff up, I was there. I made his logo. I helped him name the channel. And then when he was saying about recording it and stuff, I'm the one who made the picture for it. And I was like, dude, chuck it over. I'll record it for you. That's cool. I was literally hands on and like he even messaged me the other day going, dude, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have a channel. So thank you. I was like, nah, bro, you helped me out first. I was just paying a favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like I said, he sent me some of his other stories that he has planned as well. And uh, I can't wait for him to come out. I mean, he he's yeah. a very good writer. Absolutely. So with the Camp Blood storyline, uh-huh. um, I know that he's like kind of doing like a semi-connected trilogy out of it he's yes. i've helped him with the ending of it literally i think it was yesterday we kind of finalized how that like trilogy is going to end and i think if people listen to the third one that comes out listen to the ending a lot of people are going to be very happy with kind of what a crown's done with one of the mighty morphing characters who mm-hmm. didn't really have much of an ending because a crown's made it so he's justified like right. no tomorrow i'm not gonna say the name i'm not gonna tell the character i'll wait yeah. crown obviously released it but yeah. like he's done one character complete justice and cool. um, i'm so looking forward to it coming out 
<laughs> so uh, there was something me and you have talked about as well, and uh, uh, anime. Yep. I know you said you do um, a lot of stuff when it comes to like uh, the monster type animes, you know, with the Ozymon and all that. Yeah. But um, are there any other animes that you're watching right now? Um. So I'm a huge Naruto fan. I know Willie, if he's listening to this, he's going to cringe at that because he's <laughs> not really into Naruto. Yeah. Um, so I know he's going to cringe at that, but I'm a huge Naruto fan. Like other than the animes that got adapted, you know, to American TV. So like we're talking like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh and all that lot. Naruto yeah. was the first one I actually watched, which comes from Japan that was dubbed just so other people could watch it. Right. And I fell in love with it. I actually love the storyline and all sorts. So I'm currently watching Boruto because... Yes, I can watch subbed, but with my ADHD brain, I either watch the action and miss the subtitles, or yeah. I'll read the subtitles and I'm not idea what the hell's going on. I can <laughs> do it, it just eventually it gets to that point and it just annoys me. So I, I've waited like a year to let a lot of the dubbed episodes come out. So I'm slowly catching up with Boruto. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge Death Note fan. I've, I'm actually trying to figure out where to put my own Death Note like fan fiction. I'm thinking of the lost stories because light kind of does a lot of monologuing so i think that'd be kind of cool um yeah. so i love death note uh there's a few like little ones like kagami car kill if anyone knows what that is that's a really good story and i really wish that was more than like 20 something episodes there's so much they could do with that world it's unreal um format alchemist is pretty good uh yes. i prefer I prefer Brotherhood over the normal one. Yep. Uh, that's just my personal preference. Um, I think that's most people's, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> um, I'm trying to watch Black Butler. I'm struggling with it. Um, someone that I used to know used to watch Black Butler all the time and kept telling me I should watch it. And I'm kind of struggling with that one. Um, and I've like, actually really... had Sebastian on my podcast. I've actually, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, Willie's tried to convince me to watch the Netflix live action adaptation of One Piece. And yeah. I, I'm 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 trying not to headbutt the table because I can't get into One Piece <laughs> to save my life. Yeah. Like, he, he wants me to make a character for his One Piece store, and I'm like, all right, dude, have a character, sure, but I am not watching it. I can't. <laughs> I can't get it. Like, it's not the thing is, a lot of people are like, I won't watch One Piece, it's too long. That's yes. not my problem. I don't care if it's over a thousand episodes, I just can't get into the story. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, that's the to be fair, when it comes to me and Willie, that is the one thing I think we have complete different tastes of is anime. Yeah. Um, like, he won't, like, he's he told me the other day he's watching Naruto, he's uh-huh. trying to, but he's skipping all the filler episodes, and I told him off for it. Um, <laughs> and he, he, he's annoyed now because I won't watch One Piece, and like, so it's just kind of like a like that's the only thing I think we've actually disagreed on when it comes to like f- like fandoms and stuff yeah. is anime because <laughs> I won't watch Dragon Ball either. I can't get into Dragon Ball whatsoever, and I know that's going to annoy a lot of people, <laughs> but I can't do it. Um, but yeah, there's like I don't know. I think when it comes to animes, I like finding a few. Uh, weird obscure ones like um there's buddy fight that was a lot of fun yeah um that's kind of like it kind of mixes the world of Yu-Gi-Oh but Digimon like the way they do the companionship and Digimon kind of together it's a card game based anime Uh but the main monster that you have they're literally called buddies and they walk around like Digimon and Pokemon would 
Okay. And it, it, it's the gameplay itself is really cool. And like the people who are playing the card game actually get involved. They can get weapons. They can equip themselves with armor, and they oh, can cool. actually like fight themselves. Um, and it's just it's really good. Some of the monsters in that actually inspired some of my monsters. Not gonna lie. Um, and it's like it's just a really fun and it's a unique take on the whole card game. You know, fighting into a mechanic of the anime. Uh, right. So that's a lot of fun. That's called Buddy Fight. Um, okay. So that, that's a lot. That's really cool. Did did you ever watch Parasite? Um, okay, see, with Parasite, it was actually really annoying. So I watched like the first two episodes, yeah. and then at the time, I just I didn't watch any TV for a long time. I got and you. then for ages, I was sat there going, "Oh, what was that anime that like you know that it had that Parasite thing in?" And I just could not <laughs> remember the fact it was called Parasite for the longest time. I literally. Yeah. I think it was only a couple of weeks. Ago, I was like, "Ah, oh, it's called Fifth and Parasite in it." Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I need to hit myself in the head now. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't caught up with Parasite at all, but yeah, I, I, I wanna, I wanna catch up because that's very similar to my story with the guy with the demon arm, like thing. Yes, so I kind of wanna watch that to make sure I don't copy it. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I'm, Parasite was probably it was one of the it was one for me that I was like, man, I know the story ended. But I wish they could have either extended it or maybe told somebody else's story in that universe yeah. because it was so good, you know. So I, I, that's one that I think you're going to enjoy to catch up on. Yeah, that'd be cool. So we're kind of coming close to a close on here, and I know there's so much more that we could talk about, and I'm probably <laughs> going to have to have you on for another episode at some point. Um, Absolutely, bro. <laughs> it's been it's been a lot of fun talking to you on here. We've kind of covered. All kinds of stuff, but um, do you have anything that's coming up that maybe you want to talk about? Ooh, stuff coming up. Um, okay, so like I mentioned, there's What If uh, Tiger Tales, where I'm telling more um, accurate storylines with the question of what if this could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm writing um, a few Power Ranger crossovers that will be actually featured on A Crown's channel, The Author's Crown. Uh, okay. The first one's already uploaded, where I crossed over Power Rangers Jungle Fury and uh, the primals from the Rise of the Beast Transformers movie. Um, that's weird and wacky, but I want to cross over almost all the Power Rangers seasons with something that isn't Power Rangers related. Okay. So that's that's going to be a lot of fun to work with. I've got a few already like planned of A Crown and we're working together on it. Um, and also I've got a few stories linked to Mark's parent universe that are coming out. I already uploaded one, which was the tales of the Ranger council, which is Mark's thing. And it was called the redemption of the black lion warrior, which was, um, that Jared, the main bad guy in jungle fury. What if he didn't get redemption at the end and he got shunned away and banished. So that's a lot of fun. I'm doing a few of them and also kind of, doing my own parent show in there. I've kind of dipped my toes in everyone else's universes, if you can tell. <laughs> I've got stories going everywhere. It's great. Um, mostly just expanding what I've already done. I have a few storylines that I want to do that I'm really tempted to put some stories on pause so I can do them. But knowing me, I'll end up with like 100 stories and nothing will ever get done. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's mostly... Between now and the end of the year, it will mostly be focusing on uh, Tiger Tales uh, Game Over, which is uh, all storylines revolving around video games. Yes. And I'm trying to like 
some storylines, obviously, because the way the games goes, I can have my own characters in them, I can make my own OCs and stuff. But then there's some video games where I'm kind of taking the storyline and going, okay, but what if it was different slightly because of this? <laughs> you know, and yeah. it, I'm trying to... I've got a, a little catalogue of like, storylines already going. There's some games I'm like, right, I have to make a storyline of this game, but I just don't know what yet. So there's a small list of games that are like there waiting for me. So yeah, most of the year will just be focusing on game over majority of the time. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to those. You know, I've listened to uh, some of the ones that you just put, uh, put out. Uh, I think it was last week is whenever you put it out there. And I, I know that at the beginning of the episode, you're like, if you're not familiar with the story from the video game, you might want to go play the video game first. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it, even though I've never played that game. See, I, I say that as a precaution because obviously there'll be some things like, for example, uh, in the infamous storyline, um, uh-huh. that's going to be a big challenge for me because in the infamous games, in all the infamous games, there's something called a karma system where in the game, as the character, the character has two options. Do you do the good thing or the bad thing? That's why it's called infamous, because you can okay. be a hero or you be infamous. Yeah. And the every game ends with two different endings, the good ending or the bad ending. Right. So as the writer, I've now got a challenge. At the end of that infamous chapter, he ends up with the option of, does he kill the person or does he say, keep him alive? Yeah. So I'm actually going to be writing the same chapter twice, one with the good side and one with the bad side. And they'll oh, wow. both end leading up to the same point. So the next chapter will be just a normal chapter. But yeah. yeah, so every now and then the chapters will split into two different chapters, one good and one bad. So there'll actually be two endings to the storyline, one good and one bad. So I'm doing it just like Infamous would. Um, so that's why I tell people, like, you know, if you haven't played the games, I'd recommend it. Just yeah. so there's some small things you'll understand. You know, if it's not making sense to you, then the game can explain it. So I don't have to. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, I, I, it, it, that's really cool. I, I like that you're doing that. That's a unique way. You know, it's almost like, uh, do you remember remember the uh, novels that we used to get? And they had like goosebumps and stuff to where you yeah. could pick your own ending type of thing. And uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I, I think that um, Bethesda Games kind of has something like that um, in the way of like uh, Fallout. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can be vilified by certain groups yeah, on uh, their games and stuff. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, that's a really interesting way of looking at things. And uh, I can't wait to see where that goes. So if people want to follow you online or if they want to follow what you're doing, how can they do that? Um, okay, so on TikTok, I am TieTiger777. Um, and on Instagram, I am Thai Tiger four seven five. I know a lot of different numbers because uh, apparently there's a lot of Thai Tigers out there. Um, <laughs> we've talked about a lot of different YouTube channels on Thai Tiger, Tiger Tales, Thai Tales Lost Stories, Thai Tales Game Over. Uh, Osmond Library is my art channel, um, and yeah, that's that's mostly where I'm at to be honest. And I'm sure if you follow the discords like Zero to Hero and stuff, you'll find me somewhere. I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi on Discord only because it's not Thai Tiger and I thought it'd be funny. And you have no <laughs> idea how many people message me with hello there because I'm known as <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi on Discord. <laughs> yeah, my daughter actually saw that. Like we were in the car, I was taking her to an appointment and you popped up a message. She was like, why is there a Star Wars character messaging you? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> literally, so, if it, if it's not hello there, they send me the gif of General Grievous where he turns around and goes, General Kenobi. Yeah. And I get one of those two all the time. And it, it gets tedious, but I'm just like, hey, it's funny. It's kind of like my inside joke to myself. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So do you have any final thoughts before we get you off of here? Um. Yeah, if you want me on again, I'll have to do that, bro, because this has been a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a good night. And I know it's getting kind of late over there and everything, so I'm going to let you go so you can uh, get to bed. (laughs) Cheers. I'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later. Awesome, dude. Riddle me this. What do you get when you get three Paranger fans? who also write Paranger fan fictions and upload them on separate podcasts and YouTube channels, and you happen to put the three of them together and they form a unique Paranger storyline. Here's your answer. You get the three Ranger bros, who is myself, Ty Tiger, the Red Corner Ranger, Mark, and the Cosplay Dude 637. We are the three Ranger bros and we came up with the idea called Paranger's Global. A storyline where four different rangers from different universes team up to save universe 2118, a universe ruled by the gods. Now if you want to hear Paranger Global, you can find it on Tiger Tales, the YouTube channel, and Nerds Through Comics, the podcast, and you can find that podcast anywhere that podcast can be listened to. So one more time, that's Paranger's Global on Tiger Tales, the YouTube channel, and Nerd Through Comics, the podcast. Man, this is a great Digimon podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did he just say to whoa. us? That is not this a Digimon podcast. What are you not doing? It's not a Digimon podcast, like okay. Billy said over there. No, we, this is a Power Rangers podcast. Yeah, Jacob, Uncle, Power That skull, get it right. Get it right. God. Hey, listeners. I'm glad you're enjoying what you're listening to. I'm Billy from Zero to Hero Podcast. I'll always be joined by Jim. And me and him are the Folk and Skull Podcasting. Definitely, if you love what you're listening to, then come swing on by Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you find your podcast, we'll be there too. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Ty Tiger. He was a blast, and I just want to say thank you to him for being on the show, taking time out of his busy schedule to come on here and talk with me. Also, because I know that it was kind of the middle of the night whenever he came on my show, because he is many time zones away from me. But thank you, Ty, for being on here, and I look forward to seeing what happens next with you and uh, all the different things that me and you have planned to do, voice acting, and um, just we've got a lot of cool things that are planned, and I look forward to having him back on the show to maybe talk about a few more of those in the future. So I do have next week, my guest will be Nick Helms. I've had him on here before. He is the owner of Original Geek Comics, or as it's called now, Original Geeks. So Make sure that you tune in next week so you can hear that episode of me with Nick Helms. We talk about all kinds of stuff. It's a lot of fun. We talk about the boys a little bit. and We talk about Gen V. So uh, if you're not caught up on Gen V, you might want to do that before you listen to this next episode. Because we do talk about it quite a bit. But it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, just tune into that. It's going to be a blast. 
So I want to give a shout out to my podcast networks, the OIW Podcast Network, the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network, and the Avenue Podcast Network. If you're looking for something new to listen to, if you like what my show sounds like, go to these places and listen to these guys as well. All kinds of great content can be found there while you're waiting on a new episode to drop of my show. Go and look them up and find something great there as well. I have merch out. You're starting to see people on Facebook and Instagram and places like that post pictures of their shirts. Um, I have a new color out. I still have a new design that is coming. It has not came out yet. Kind of working out the final details on that, but I believe you guys are going to like it. Um, I've also got stickers. I've got coffee mugs. I've got all kinds of stuff. So if you need any of that, hit me up. Tell me what size you need. Tell me what color you want. Um, I can do all different kinds of colors when it comes to the t-shirts. My wife makes all of this merch for me. She is amazing at what she does. She also makes merch and stuff for Diamond State Wrestling as well. If you've seen the Vatos kind of loco t-shirt, the hot pink one, my wife actually made that for them. And she can make all kinds of custom designs with her business, Cups and Teas by Stacia. Make sure you show her some love as well. Want to give a shout out to Decure for making my ending theme song for me at the end of the show. If you like what you hear there, go and follow him and listen to his music. He has a lot of great stuff out there. I will have a link to his website in my show notes. Also, we've already talked about Original Geek, but I still want to say thank you to them for allowing me to be part of their Paladin comic book and allowing me to advertise this podcast on there. We're going to talk more about them next week, but I just want to say thank you to them. And if you're looking for some new great content when it comes to comic books, hit them up. They've got some really cool stuff that's coming out, and you guys just have no idea. So as this is airing, we just had Diamond State of Emergency that just happened last night. Um, But as I'm recording this, it is before that. So I don't have any info on that at the moment. But if you want to go out there and see the Rare Cut or any of the other things that we have on YouTube, go and follow them. We have some really cool stuff. I am starting a new project with them. DiamondStateWrestling.com if you want to get tickets to any of our future shows. We have a blast. We create great stories. It is a story-driven wrestling company. So make sure that you go on YouTube and you check out the videos that are on there. It'll kind of explain how things are going, and what the storyline is on a lot of this. But like I said, I'll be doing some more stuff here soon, and I'm also a backstage correspondent for them, so make sure that you check out all the stuff that we're doing there. I'm all over social media. If you want to follow me, just look up If You Give a Data Podcast. You can find me pretty much anywhere. You can Google me. I'm usually the first 10 to 15 results as well. If you'd like to send me an email, send it to giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Make sure that you rate and review this episode. Like, share, and subscribe to it. Hit the notification bell. That way you are notified when a new episode of If You Give a Data Podcast comes out. Give me a five-star review if you like this show. That way more people hear about this. Because the more reviews I get, the more likely I am to be recommended to somebody new. So we've come to the end of another amazing episode of iGadap and... uh, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for what's going on. And I can't tell you how grateful I am to have each and every one of you that listen to this show every week. Thank you for all of your support and thank you for everything that you do for the show. Without you guys, the show wouldn't be anything. 
But it is time for Billy's favorite part of the episode, and that is Dad Joke of the Week. How do you fit 100 math teachers in a room that only holds 99? You carry the one. (laughs) Bro. All right, everybody. I love you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. On. He calls us beautiful people, then tells us who we have on. The best part of my day, the world blocked out in my pods. Tell my friends all about it so that they follow along. And the host is kinda nerdy, but guess what? I am as well. I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell. Heard a story, I need a connection, I haven't felt. I'll be looking for the next one, tell then farewell. It's the podcast for me. Have it on, better go see. Closely download and tune in remotely. It's the podcast for me. Have it on, better go see. And listen closely. Download and tune in remotely. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.